Checkmate. Checkmate. Check. This is the Chestnut Checkers Podcast. Checkmate. Learn a new mindset to create wealth. We need to be more independent thinkers, man. Passive income. Mathematics is precise. A successful business. Chess moves. And money management strategies. This is Chestnut Checkers. We got a clear audio. We got professional equipment now. So it took a little while to set up, but we're ready to get started. So you guys are excited. Welcome to another episode of Strategy Sunday, right? We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to discuss. We got some big money coming up. We got some risk to manage. We got a lot of things we're going to discuss here in the next hour, right? So, hey guys, how you doing? So let's get started, right? Because I want to talk about a few things early. I want to talk about a few things that a lot of people, yeah, the Chestnut Checkers room is a little worried, but I appreciate you guys and, you know, <laughs> worrying about where I'm at. But Let's talk about a little things. We're recording right now. We're okay. But let's talk about some stuff. Let's talk about some money moves that could be coming up, right? Let's talk about a little bit of risk management. Let's talk a little bit about some things that could happen, right? So let's talk, right? So what we got coming up, uh, we got some big plays next week, right? So Bitcoin dropped. That, you know, you guys know I told you last week. You know I told you that Bitcoin could possibly do a 30% correction, right? So what happened? Bitcoin took almost, it took about a 25% correction. So I was close. But I wasn't, you know, exactly right. So it dropped to sixteen five. We thought it was going to about sixteen hundred, but you know that's okay, right? I was close. So let's talk a little bit about riot. Let's talk about mirror. Let's talk about snow because these are big, you know, big things that could be coming up. And let's discuss them now. Yeah, I'm high tech now, so let me roll up my sleeves because it's getting a little hot in here. <laughs> so let's get on, right? Bitcoin's making a comeback, right? So I was hoping that Bitcoin would stay low because I want to jump in Merrill Monday, right? So I'm hoping it stays low, but it's up to 18.5 right now. But what does that mean for us? What plays can we do? What can we, how can we make money on this, right? Because what I think is going to happen on Monday, and I'm watching it closely, is that Riot is going to do what's called a gap up. What a gap up is, it means that the stock will start up high. So right now it says 625. I think it's going to gap up to about 650, right? So what does that mean? How can we make money? How can we possibly make some money on that, right? So what's going to happen in the morning, I believe, is there's going to be a slow rise through the entire day, right? But the bad news is, is that the options on Riot, because the cat's already out of the bag, you know, I told you guys about it, you know, three, four months ago, right? So we got in Riot at 30 cents, it went to $3, we made 10 times our money in the Chestnut Checkers room and the mentorship program, right? We made a lot of money, right? But what does that mean for us? What does that mean, right? So that means that I think Riot is going to do a slow rise throughout the day, right? It's going to gap up. It's going to be, you know, I say a 25, 30% gap up, right? And what's going to happen is that it's going to be a slow rise throughout the day, right? So that's what I think is going to happen. So hopefully we can make some money. But the bad news is, is that the options are overpriced right now because the implied volatility is up. Because, the, like we said, the cat's out of the bag. People know that Rod's going to be good. People know that you can make money on Rod. People know you can make money on both Rod and Mara. So now that's what we talk about. That's what we say is that the risk in these moves are better when it's low. So once we get, so let's talk a little bit about what we think could possibly happen, right? We got a thousand people in the room. That's pretty good. But let's talk about Riot, right? So what, we, what we're looking at is the implied volatility. Now, what the implied volatility tells you is it says how much, you know, basically how overpriced these options are. That's one thing, right? There's more to it, but that's what we look at it for. 
So what's already happened with Riot, what's already happened with marriage, that like we said, the cat's out of the bag. Everybody knows that you can buy these stocks and make a lot of money when, when Bitcoin rises. So the best thing to do was get it back in the day. The best thing to do was to get it three, four months ago when we talked about this. A lot of you guys were on the sidelines. A lot of you guys were afraid. A lot of you guys didn't do it back then, but now you're looking at it, trying to jump into it. A lot of you guys are jumping into it now. But the problem with it, the problem with it is that you simply, you know, as we move forward, you know, as we look at Riot right now, what the problem is that you're not going to make more, you know, that much, uh, 10 times your gains like we did, you know, three, four months ago. You're not going to make those kind of gains because the implied, implied volatility is too high. You may make, if you're lucky, 100%, you know, 200% if you're lucky, right? So, uh, so let's talk a little bit about, you missed the Jordan pick? Yeah, we may put this in the studio, so we'll see. So the risk is higher, right? So that's the thing about options. The thing about stocks is that when the risk is actually low, people, that's when people don't do it. That's what, that's what confuses me with people is that when the risk is low, people are afraid, scared, on the sidelines. When the risk actually is higher, that's when people jump into it. That's why you guys lose money in stocks and options. You jump on, you chase stocks. You chase stocks that are already high. It's too late then. Right? You got to get it early. You have to see what's coming. Now, nobody knew about Ryan. Nobody knew about Snow. Nobody knew about these stocks that I've been telling you guys for the whole year. Nobody. Right? Because these people, these what we call charlatans online, these people that you guys are following online, these guys are following on Facebook, Instagram, that are stock people, quote unquote, are not telling you what's coming. They tell you what happened. So all these dudes are telling you, oh, the so-and-so, you know, this stock joined the you know, it's S&P 500 today, and what that means is blah, blah, blah. But it's already too late. Somebody tell me what's coming. That's what we want to know, what's coming. And I've been telling you guys the entire year what's coming every Sunday. Three Sundays in a row, I've been right, right? Now, I'm not tooting my own horn here because in the CNC, in the mentorship, every single person who put it together made money. Every single person has it. If, let, let me hear you. If you're in the CNC, if you're in the mentorship, I want to see a money bag if you've made money. If you made more than what you put in, I want to hear that. Watch how many money bags come up. I want to see the money bags that show up of people who, in the CNC, in the mentorship program, who made money, more than what, they, you know, what the, the membership fees are. Let's see some of those money bags, right? Because I want to show you guys. This is real. And the price on the mentorship is going up again. <laughs> It's going up again next week because I'm running out of time, right? We're in, and, and we're, we're going to lock it down next week to only if somebody has to quit in order for me to let somebody else in because I'm running out of time. I don't have the time to do it with this many people, and I'm running out, right? Some of you guys are still on the sidelines, right? So let's talk a little bit about NEO, right? Because NEO's one of the stocks we've been following. We made a lot of money on options for the, over the last two weeks in NEO. But let's talk a little bit about NEO, where NEO's going, right? So Two things happened over the weekend with Neo. Two things we got to watch. Two things we got to understand, right? So one thing, Neo got a buy rating from one company called Northwest, Northeast Securities. What that means is that they think it's a buy. They think it's going up. To, you know, I think it was $75. It's right, it's right around $55.60 right now. They think it's going up. So whenever, whenever somebody, whenever one of these rating companies, and I told you guys how these things work, is that these analysts will, will, will say stocks are going up because they're, 
they, they work for certain companies. They work for certain banks. When they say this, these banks want the price to rise. And a lot of times when these analysts, when several analysts say something's going up, it almost always go up. And there's two reasons for that. Like I told you that banks will pay these analysts to, to get out, put out certain, uh, certain, you know, certain things about certain stocks. Now, if you watch CNBC, if you watch these financial shows on TV, when the analysts come on, I want you to look who, who they're working for. It says so-and-so analyst, JP Morgan. So-and-so analyst, Bank of America. These people work for banks. So you think the, the banks own stocks? They're not going to promote them. Stock promotion is legal. That's what a lot of you guys don't know. We're in a dirty game. We're small fish in this game. All we can do is ride waves like a surfer. That's what you guys got to understand. We ride waves. That's all we do. We have no control of the waves. The ocean is huge. You have no control in the ocean. The ocean controls you. So that's why you have to control risk. That's why you have to be proactive. That's why you have to understand this game. Because in this game, we don't have any control. If you got a million, you got two million, you got 10 million, you're a small fish in this game. That's it. So you got to understand that we ride the waves. That's all we do. We don't have no control of the ocean, right? So let's get back. So Neo got a buy rating, which is positive for Neo. It's positive for what's coming in Neo. But there's some risk. Now you know you you know I teach you guys about risk. I teach you guys about risk. Nobody else does that. They only talk about what you can make, what you can do, how much money, but less control risk because that's a very important part of trading. You have it's an important part of life. That's an important part of business. You have to control risk. Right? You have to do that because risk is, is part of life. And people hear risk and they say, look, man, risk is bad. Risk is scary. Risk is, is, is scary. Man, I don't want to be, I don't want any risk. Risk is benign. It don't, it's, not, it's not bad. It's not scary. It's not good or bad. It's just there. That's how you have to see it. It's just something that's there. That's it. But, but, we can, but without risk, we couldn't make a lot of money. That's in business. That's in stocks. That's in life. Without that risk, we couldn't make no money. If it was no risk, everybody would be in it. If it was no risk in business, everybody would be have a business. If it was no risk in life, everybody would be doing this stuff. Everybody. Risk is opportunity to make money. Risk is opportunity to grow your life. Risk is opportunity to create wealth. So, Neo. There's something else brewing, right? There's something we got to watch. There's something we got to keep an eye on with Neo. There's something out there that we have to watch because there's, been a, there's a problem with Neo. There's two problems, actually. One is that the House, the government, is considering a measure next week to banish or regulate Chinese stocks. Now, Neo's a Chinese stock, if you guys don't know. You should know, but some of you guys don't know. Neo is a Chinese stock, right? So that means that the House wants to ban it. The House wants to regulate it. So this may be a negative effect on, if the House actually passed that, it may be a negative effect on Neo, right? Because we don't know if Neo, because you know, if you, it's, it's a, uh, there's a, a documentary I want you guys to watch. It's called The Chinese Hustle, right? And that documentary talks about how stocks in China will manipulate. They'll manipulate their earnings. They'll manipulate certain metrics on the stock to make their stocks look better. And actually was, in the early 2000s, they hustled a lot of people. They finessed a lot of people. The Chinese did, the Chinese stocks did, they, they, like some of these instances, people would go, analysts or regulators would go check these you know, Chinese stocks out, and uh, they would go to the warehouse, nothing would be in there, right? Nothing. 
And uh, so that is a big risk, right, when it comes to Chinese stocks. So we really don't know. We really don't know. But they may regulate it, right? So that's a risk out there. That's something that we can watch, right? But they haven't passed it yet. And sometimes it has to go through the House and probably the Senate. So it may or may not happen. But that's something we got to keep an eye on. The second thing is that electric vehicle market could be in a bubble, right? It could be in a bubble. We don't know yet. Because when you're in a bubble, you don't know you're in a bubble. So in most cases, you know, you don't know yet, you know. So you got to, that's what I tell you guys, is you have to manage risk. We don't know what's coming. When you're in the middle of it, you don't know. Like a lot of you guys look back at charts. That's what I want to talk about too. A lot of you guys will look back at charts. The peaks and the valleys are obvious. You know, in a, in a, when you're looking back, I could have bought here and sold here. Of course. It look, when you look back at the chart, oh man, I could have bought it here. I mean, I could have bought it here and then sold it here and made this much money. Nobody can buy and sell at the peaks. It's impossible. It's impossible to buy. But when you look back in the chart, you're a beginner. You think you could have done it. No, that's because it's in the past. It's easy to do. When you're in the midst of it, when you're in it, you don't know where you're at. <laughs> you don't know if you're at, you don't know if it's going up, if you're at a, a correction. You don't know. That's why it's so important to manage risk. That's why it's so important to make sure you protect your profits. You can't let the profit, the, the rich protect their profits. And I tell you guys this all the time in the mentorship. I tell you guys in the chestnut checkers, the rich protect their profits. They don't, they don't risk money. They don't hold a stock when it's up 100, 200, 300% with no checks and balances, with no uh, stop loss, with no trailing stop. They don't do that. They protect what they got and move on. Right? They don't look back at the stock. And they, we always use a certain analogy. We use a, a, you know, a, a small analogy So, so for the new people, because there's some new people here tonight. We use an analogy. An analogy is a water fountain. You guys know that analogy. It's the water fountain. A lot of people will hold stocks way too long to 100, 200, 300, 400%. And they won't sell it because, oh, man, it could go to 1,000. Then they go back and look at other stocks, man. This other stock, man, it went to two, three. Oh, man, I can make this much money. And when we talk about the dangerous part, you get out a calculator. Man, if this stock, man, man, if this stock goes to, goes to, you know, 15, to, oh, man, it was a stock last year that did it, man. If it goes to 15, 20 times, I can get that Benz. I can put a down payment on my house. I could clear off that student loan debt. And you start calculating. You're already up one, two, three hundred percent. You're calculating more. That's the dangerous part. That's called the max euphoria. It's actually a, a chart in that with stocks. It's called max euphoria. And that's the time when the risk is the higher. When you bring out the calculator, the risk is at the absolute highest. Max euphoria. That's what it's called. Oh, you guys can research it. Max euphoria. So that means. That, that's the highest risk point you could be in. <laughs> it's something about human psychology that when you start bringing out the calculator, when you start, you know, you're all happy and stuff, that's when we're at the max risk. <laughs> it means that shortly after it's probably going to fall. Because <laughs> you got to remember, humans all think the same way. So it's probably a whole bunch of people out there at the same time you are. But that leads us to the water fountain analogy because I want to make sure you guys understand this market, right? So when you're thirsty, you walk up to a water fountain. Right. When you walk up to, you know, to get a drink of water, when you want to, you know, uh, quench your thirst. Right. I go up, get some water. And, you know, I may not drink. I mean, I'll drink enough to quench my thirst. I'll go back and play basketball, whatever I'm going to do. Right. I don't think about that water fountain no more. I don't wish I would have got more. 
I don't look back at the next person and say, man, how much is this dude getting, man? Oh, my God. I mean, what about the other dude? Oh, man, oh God, I should have got more water. What was I thinking, man? I could have, oh, man, I should have just stayed there. Nobody thinks like that with water. Why do we think like that with stocks? It's a stock is, the, the market is just a funnel of money like water fountain, a fountain of money coming out. So we get our drink and we move on. We don't look back at who could have got what I could have got, what I should have got. Oh, man, I messed up, man. The cock went. No, you protect your profits, you move on. That's it. You don't worry about what happened. Nobody worries about the next dude in the line at the water fountain. Nobody worries about that. Right? So let's move on. So Bitcoin, right? Because Bitcoin is closely attached to Riot. It's closely attached to Mera. So we got to keep a close eye on Bitcoin because we can make some money with Bitcoin. We can... Maybe make some money, right? Now, I've been talking about Bitcoins, you know, for the whole year. I told a lot of people back in early this year that Bitcoin was going to blow up. It was at 3,000. Some of you guys listened, some of you didn't. Now it's at 17, right? So that means if you listen to me back then or not, and I'm not saying listen to me, but because I don't want to say that because I want you guys to do your own, you know, research. I want you guys to go out, you know, listen to what I say, go out and do your own research, make your own decisions, right? So we talked about Bitcoin. Back, uh, what was that? Uh, that was early this year, right? It was at 3,500, right? And I told you guys, I said, look, man, I put up a post. I said, if I were you, I would be buying Bitcoin right now. Now I put up 10, 20 posts about Bitcoin over the year. And nobody, and very few of you listened, right? Some of you did. Some of you made a lot of money. But everybody wasn't listening, sitting on the sidelines, scared. Oh, my God, man, I don't know, man. I don't want to do it, man. Oh, my God, I could lose the money. When the upside is that high, <laughs> What does it matter if you lose it, right? So I'm thinking I could put a thousand in this. I could possibly make five, six thousand dollars, or I could lose the thousand. Well, the risk, the risk is worth it. But some of you guys sit on the sideline. Eighteen fifty-six six Bitcoin is today. It was at thirty-five hundred when I told you guys about it. So what does that let us go? Uh, that's something brewing with Bitcoin. That's something we gotta watch. That's something that's very, very, you know, interesting. It's happening with Bitcoin, right? So let's talk a little bit about, uh, let's talk about the profits because some of you guys are new and some of you guys have heard this before, right? Some of you guys have heard this before. Yeah, I, I used to have like, when I started this, I had like eight or 10 people on here. That's it. That's, I, I appreciate you guys. Like I said, I, I appreciate each and every one of you spending time being here. I appreciate each and every one of you guys coming to view this because it's important for all of us, right? Because you guys help me, I help you. Some stocks are fun. You guys tell me about Neo was actually Neo. I made a lot of money on Neo because I'm up, I'm like 90% on Neo. I learned about Neo from one of you guys. I didn't know about Neo. You know, I never heard of it. Somebody wrote me and said, man, you need to check this out. Sorry, right, man. So I started looking at, oh man, this dude, he's on to something. <laughs> and it was at $12, man. So you guys help me. I help you. It's a, a two way street here, right? It's a two way street. But Back to what I was saying about Bitcoin, right? So Bitcoin, this, this, a lot of you are saying, is it too late to get in Bitcoin? Now, these are my opinions. This is what I think. This is what I'm doing. You guys need to go out and do your own research, make your own decisions. Because I'm just telling you what I'm doing. But I'm already deep into Bitcoin. You know, you guys know, you know, my, uh, some of you guys may think that I'm just a finance person. Well, I, uh, you know, I'm actually a tech guy. I'm a financial technology guy. And I've been in Bitcoin for about 10 years, right? I have my own cryptocurrency called Higher Match. So uh, it's, it's, a, it's a niche cryptocurrency that's made for the human resources industry. But, 
you know, and this is coming out. We're, we're building software for it. We're, uh, we're working with IBM. IBM is a partner now. So it will be a very, very important crypto here soon. But it takes time. You know, we got to work on it. We got a team working on it. We're working with IBM's engineers and their marketing to make sure that the release of this is perfectly timed and also that, it, uh, you know, the technology has been tested. But back to what I was saying, Bitcoin. So something is happening on Bitcoin, right? We know that Riot and Mara are closely related to Bitcoin. So Bitcoin goes up 2%, they go up 10%. Now, why does this happen? Why are the losses and the gains exaggerated? Why when Bitcoin goes up 5%, Mara goes up 30%? So does Riot. Why, what does that mean? So let's talk a little bit about Bitcoin mining. Because some of you guys don't know. You know, you think Bitcoin is just some investment or something like that. The technology goes deeper, way deeper than that. Way deeper. The technology in Bitcoin is world changing. And some of you guys were in my, uh, in my, you know, in my Bitcoin class on Thursday. This technology is, 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 is going to change the world, right? This tech, blockchain technology is, is something on a different level. It's almost like its own organism. It's all over the world. It works without government control. It's not even centralized. Nobody has control. Nobody can stop it. That's what Bitcoin is. Now, y'all want to hear about Bitcoin, think it's some investment. I, I, you know, I implore you to look at the, the, the technology behind it. It'll shock you. And you will want to get into it, right? You will want to get into it. But why does Merit, why does Mara, why does Riot go up a lot more than Bitcoin? So let's talk about the profit structure in Riot. Let's talk about the profit structure in Mara because that's how we're going to understand why we can make so much money in Mara, how we can make so much money in Riot, right? And nobody else told you, God. We know we made, like I said, 10 times our money in the CNC in the mentorship program by trading Riot, right? And I want to talk a little bit about that, then I'm going to go back to Bitcoin, right? So in the mentorship program, we teach creating wealth. It's not just stocks, and we got a couple of people that, that, that made those 10 times money. They started businesses. That's all, I also help with that, right? Because I've done businesses. You know, I've done several businesses. I'm in tech, but I also do, I've done retail. I've bought and sold websites. You know, I have my own software development company. So I do understand business also. So we got a lot of people who took those, you know, uh, those profits from there, those profits from, you know, the whole thing, because everybody made a lot of money. But they take those profits, and invest in the business. We got a guy that just started his own clothing label. We got another guy that opened up a shop. We got another guy that opened up a travel agency. We got a lot of people are taking those products moving in. And you say, why? Why don't you keep trading? Why don't you keep making money? Because we teach risk management. Build a business with the profit you got. You got that business forever. Now, keep trading a little bit of money. Keep trading your initial principal, but take those profits. You do something with it, right? You don't, you don't, you don't keep risking the money. One day, you're going to lose, Right? One day the market's going to crash. You're going to wake up. It's going to be 30% down. It don't matter how smart of an option trader you are. It don't matter how good you are because the market can crash at any time. We have no control. And I kind of tell you, we have no control. We're riding waves. That's it. Especially with options. With stocks, it's a little different. But options, we're riding waves. That's it. So let's talk a little bit about Riot. Let's talk about Mayor's profit structure. That's going to help us understand why these stocks go up more. Um. Whenever Bitcoin goes up, a lot of stocks go up more when uh, Mara goes up, right? So let's talk a little bit about that. So if you guys don't understand what Bitcoin mining is, right? Bitcoin mining is, uh, you know, 
What Bitcoin mining is, is that Bitcoins have to be, I'm, I'm going to do it simplistically because a lot of people ain't going to understand the technology, but I'm going to do it simple. So, and I've already told some of you guys about this, but there's new people in the room. I want to make sure they understand also. So, Bitcoin mining, the way it works is Bitcoins are generated. So, uh, computers, very, very powerful computers have to generate Bitcoins, right? So, they're already 18,000, 19,000 have already been created. So, there's about 2, 3 million that still need to be created. So these machines, very, very powerful machines, very, very, you know, high tech, expensive, what's called a mining rig, creates a bit, creates Bitcoins all day. That's all they do. So companies like Mara, companies like Riot have huge warehouses full of all these computers. Now, it takes an extreme amount of money, extreme amount of electricity to create a Bitcoin. It may cost you $10,000 to create one Bitcoin. It may cost you $10,000, right? But let's say when Bitcoin is back at 1000 you know, they would, Mara and Riot would, you know, it would take them ten thousand to make one. They get, you know, create one for eleven thousand. They instantly sell it. That's how they make their profit, right? So they made about a thousand dollars on a Bitcoin, roughly ten percent. So, uh, so uh, with that, so you make ten percent. Bitcoin's at eleven thousand, but as Bitcoin rises at twelve thousand, now you're making, you know, twenty percent. They, you know, at uh, you know, at uh, at three thousand, now you're making thirty percent. You see. Your Bitcoin, the profit margin is doubling. So let's say you go for 11 to 12 Bitcoin price. You're only taking, costing 10000 to create a Bitcoin. The first time it's 1000 right? The second time it's twelve. It's 2000 you're making. You just doubled your profit. Now if you go to 13000 it still costs you 10000 to make a Bitcoin. So now you just tripled your profit. That's why Mara and Ride go up higher when Bitcoin goes up. Now Bitcoin may only go up 10%. But Mara will go up 20% because their profit is doubling, tripling, quadrupling as Bitcoin goes up. Now, the mining costs actually end up catching up. But when it goes up quickly, these companies make a lot of money. So when Bitcoin goes up quickly, these companies make a lot of money. Therefore, their share price rises quickly. And that's the reason why, you know, Merit and Riot have, you know, have done well. Now, with those two, what I'm going to do, and you guys can do whatever you want. The CNC will release that. Uh, signal. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to watch it closely on Monday. I'm going to watch it and I'm going to see Riot, you know, from 9, 9, 30, 9 to 9.30, 9 to 9.45, if there's an upward trend, I'm going to buy it. Right? Because I feel like what's going to, the pattern you're going to see with Riot, more than likely, is a gap up. I don't know how high. It could be 25, 30 cents. It's at 6.25. Now, you'll see a gap up. That's the first sign. The second sign is you'll see it open up, you know, a little higher than the gap up. It may open at 650, it may open at 675, but throughout the day, hopefully, and it's, you know, like we got to go on probability. It may not happen, but we deal in probability, right? So on that one, if it rises, it's going to rise throughout the day slowly. If Bitcoin can hold its price, that's the, that's the key right there. Bitcoin has to hold its price. It's going to rise up slowly throughout the day. You know, so 9 to 945, I'm going to buy some options, right? So I'm going to buy some far out options because... You know, Riot, like we said, is a $10, $15 stock. It's a $10, $15 stock, right? So we have to, you know, uh, you know, make sure that we have enough time for Bitcoin to go up. Now, the last thing about Bitcoin, and this is why it's important, you know. Uh, let me see. This is why it's important. This is what I think is going to happen with Bitcoin. Now, the option activity, now the option activity a lot of times, like for example, if we have a stock at a certain amount and we see option activity at another amount, that means that, a lot of the pro traders, a lot of the institutions see something happening. So they're buying options at a heavy rate, maybe higher than the current stock price. So what's happening now 
is there's a lot of option activity at 32,000, right, for January. So that means that a lot of pro traders think Bitcoin's going to 32,000 in January, right? That's a lot of money. That's 50%. Some of you guys saying, what? It's at 18,000. How in the heck is it going to go to 32,000? That's a 140% gain. How is that possible? Well, Bitcoin was at 13,000 uh, less than a month ago. It's at 18. That's a 40% gain right there, right? So it's possible. It's, it's very possible. You're talking about 15 days. 15 days, right? Uh, there's a couple of things I want to talk about. So Bitcoin, like we said, the option activity is heavy at 32,000. That simply means that there's a good potential of Bitcoin going to 32,000 by January. Now, I'm not saying it's going to happen. It's, a, it's pretty much, it's not, you know, I would say it's more likely not to happen, but there's a good chance. It may be an opportunity to take some options out of in January, February with Rod and Mara, and that's what I'm going to do too. I'm probably going to do what's called a calendar spread. A calendar spread is when you buy options at different dates to take advantage of time, right? So that means that I may do one in January, February, and March, you know, Mara and Riot. Do three different, and like I said, in the Chestnut Checkers community, I will, you know, uh, I'll post those signals if that happens. But, uh, I may do what's called a calendar spread and buy some at different dates so that I could take advantage of that time. You know, if one fails, maybe the second one won't fail, you know. So that's what I'm going to do probably in the morning as I see riot rise. So we got a couple of things. You know, we talked about stocks, and we always finish these things up talking a little bit about trading psychology, trading, you know, uh, fundamentals, trading concepts, right? So let's talk a little bit about that, right? So I want to talk about something. I want to talk about crackheads. Right. I want to talk about crackheads, you know, so crackhead, crackheads are not as prevalent as it was when I was a kid. You know, when I was a kid, like you guys, you guys know, I came from an impoverished background. Right. So I was in, I was poverty. I was in poverty. Uh, my father left when I was three. You know, I, uh, you know, uh, we lived in the projects for a while, but my mom worked hard, got us out. Now, when I went, I ended up going to college. My mom was a janitor at the school, right? So that's the reason why I was able to go to college at half price, right? It's because the, the state would, any state workers would get a, you know, 50% you know, discount on college. So I was able to go to college, right? But we're going to talk a little bit about crackheads because I got a little experience with crackheads. I seen a lot of them when I was young. You know, I seen them up and down the street. I had some family members that was, you know, that was unfortunately, you know, hit by that stuff, you know. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about crackheads because I know how crackheads are. And we're going to talk a little bit about it, right? <laughs> this dude said he's uh, speaking my language. But the crackhead mentality, what happens with crack? And the reason why crack is so addictive, the reason why crack is so addictive is that when, you, when crackheads, you know, hit that, when they first get that crack pipe, you know, the first time you hit it, you're instantly addicted, right? You're instantly addicted, right? Because the high is so great that, you know, uh, the high is so great that you continually will chase that high the rest of your life. You know, for the rest of your life, you'll chase that high. You're, you're, you know, and I've, I've, I've known crackheads to, you know, to be so addicted to crack that once they smoke it all up, they're on the ground on their hands and knees looking for the little pieces, right? And they'll keep doing it over and over trying to chase that first high. Now, the reason I talk about this the reason why I talk about this is because a lot of you guys are like crackheads and you don't realize it. <laughs> a lot of you guys out there trading stocks like crackheads. And there's two ways you do that, right? Some of you guys will make a big gain on one stock. 
one stock, let's say NEO, let's say another stock, and you'll keep going back to that same stock and end up losing your money. You'll keep going back to it because you got a high off that stock. NEO may have, you know, went up 10, 15 times, you made a lot of money. You will keep going back to the same stock over and over and over again, trying to get that high back. End up losing everything. There's, there's thousands of stocks out there, right? So stop going back to that same one. Look around. Make sure, you know, you don't have to be addicted to that one stock, right? Second thing. Second thing is uh is is what what's gonna happen? Now we talked about this is that there's highly likely eventually to be a some kind of market correction or market crash. Eventually that's gonna happen, right? So it, stocks don't go up forever. Stocks don't continue to go up forever, right? So we've had a very good market here for the last few months, right? Now really about the rest, you know, ever since that crash back with Corona, we've had a good I'm sorry a good market. We've made a lot of money. We've Continuously money, right? So what that means is that the market could crash, right? Because markets, I'm telling you, I've seen it in experience uh, that whatever markets go up this high, they always crash. They always crash, man. So what's going to happen, and this we talk about that crackhead mentality, and what, what the danger is, is that once this market crashes, some of you guys, like that crackhead on the floor looking for little pieces, you're going to be still trying to do options, still trying to make money on the same stocks. And some of you are going to lose a lot of your money because you won't let it go. You, know? <laughs> you will not let certain stocks go. You won't let the market go. We have to, that's all we teach in the Chestnut Checkers to, and in the mentorship program to look for other things. Make it, you, know, you have to create wealth. You have to diversify. You can't continually do, put all your money in options. Options are high risk. You can't continuously do this, you know? You got to make wins and maybe, you know, make a big one, put some of that money in something else, a dividend producing stock, something that's safer, maybe real estate, maybe, a, you know, some kind of business. You have to be smart with your money. You got to think ahead. Like, that's what I'm telling you is that one day this market's not, it's going to either normalize or crash. And a normal, if the market normalized, that means that a stagnant market could happen. That means that options won't work as well. Options don't work in a stagnant market. They only work when there's high volatility. Right? That's why it's been so easy to make a lot of money in options because the market's volatile. It, I mean, volatility simply means it's going up and down at a rapid rate. Right? So when the market normalizes or it crashes, you know, crash we can still make money with puts, but the normalization or the equalization of the market, which is a kind of a stagnant market, that's the worst thing that could happen. Right? And some of you guys, like crackheads, even in a sta stabilized market, you're still going to be jumping in trying to make money on options. And that's why you got to be careful. That's why you got to always check your own mentality. The greed and fear will kill you every time, right? So I hope you guys have a great night. Uh, thank you for joining, and, uh, and see you guys on Monday morning. I may jump on Monday morning to discuss the market before uh, in pre-market and before it opens. So in the Chestnut Checkers room, I uh, will see you uh, in the morning.